everyone, and welcome to Dallas Hoops Fancast. I'm your host, Sydney, and I'm here with my co-host, Martin. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I That did not go the way I thought it was going to go in so many different ways. The game. Okay, how did you <laughs> expect it to go? Well, okay, there were two turning points in the game, and nothing else really... Well, okay, no, thing, other things matter, but we can talk about those later. The two turning points in the game were um, the technical foul, the second tech on Kristaps, and those two idiotic plays by Seth and Hardaway in the last minute of the game. Um, which one do you want to start with? Well, I want to start, honestly, I want to start in the first quarter. Okay, you just want to... And kind of get through to those just, points, yeah. Okay, well, we're just going to talk about the game. Yes. Okay. And... and the reason I wanted to talk about the first quarter because the first four minutes were really kind of scary for the Mavs. You can definitely tell the jitteriness of oh, them yeah. playing in their first playoff game. They were and awful. also the Clippers were playing excruciatingly aggressive and physical. And in all honesty, if you were to watch the first four minutes of the game, they were fouling. But because they yeah. have a reputation, whatever, whatever, whatever. Either way, the Clippers go up sixteen points 18 I think, to 2 to me the clippers came out like we want to end, end this series in the first four minutes and they I'm, almost did but i'm really proud of the way the mavs responded to that adversity and to come back not only just come back to in to be in the game they took a 14 point lead there for a minute yeah and they were on fire they were showing a lot of toughness i thought they played played really well they showed a lot of they were cool they were and collected. all that came to a crashing in yeah i was about to say all good points when the but... refs decided to eject porzingis on a really questionable ejection like it was just a questionable ejection. The first technical foul, okay, call it. It's a technical foul. He did Fine. the fist punch, which is automatic. Technical yes, even and... though whatever players can complain for forty-five minutes, it's not just a tech. Don't... But as soon as you throw your, your fist, fist, it's automatic tech. Yeah. That's like a, in the rule book or something. Yeah. But the second technical foul, really, the refs. First of all, I didn't even think there was enough with that whole play that it even merited a. Review. review. Yeah. I felt like they easily could have just separated them and just move on, but they had to review it, which I thought that was questionable. And then it was really questionable to eject a player on that, like knowing that's his. It's an ejection. Yeah, and and yeah. it wasn't even that big of a deal. You could have easily just moved on, reviewed it, double fouls, whatever, or or nothing, and just move on. And and you ejected him, and immediately when that happened. The game died. It did. And it, even, even sorry, no, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to yeah. talk on your pod. Um, but even Mark <laughs> this Jackson. This is our pod. All right, let's focus. Okay. Even Mark Jackson and, and uh, Jeff Van Gundy, you can sense the air yeah. was just taken out of them because they were like, come on, you, you can't eject a guy on that. Well, I, it was one of them that said, we had a good game. Yeah, like, the game was ruined. We had a good game going and you just ruined it. And like, yeah. man, when they made that call... My heart sank because it was just like, oh my god, that's just the worst. It, it, it's it's over. It's it was just, yeah. it's just all over. And it, I mean, yeah, the Mavs still play, and there's still 24 minutes left or whatever. But it just you can't deter. This is the playoffs. Like you just the ref just called the game at that yes. moment. They called yeah. the game. And, and, you know, that's a playoff game. And then and then that's this you you affect the whole series just well, with that one call. And, and it was just such a bad call. 
it was such a bad call. Yeah. And it's something that it easily could have just not called and 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 you r- ruined the whole game. And then you saw it towards, you know, the the whole atmosphere of the game, but really you saw it in the fourth quarter when the Clippers had Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. And the Mavs had Luka. And as awesome and we'll talk about Luka, as awesome as he was, they really needed Porzingis. Yeah. And you know, the guy has been averaging 30 points a game. He, he had 14 at halftime, so yeah. he was on his way for that. And you just ended the game, essentially, with that, that one whistle well, and it's, or one tech. It's like you said, the the air of it. And it wasn't just the, the Mavs. Like, obviously, it affected the Mavs. And they they lost their confidence, I think, for a while because they, they bricked some shots and yeah. missed them wide in the in the few minutes following that. But it was just even the commentators, like even Mark yeah. and um, Jeff were quiet. Nobody was saying anything for a while. Well, and even when it came back, there was one where it came back from commercial just for a, hey, we're still here, yeah. but here's another commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Mark Jackson was, you know, they were trying to be Hyping enthusiastic. Game, yeah. We have a really good game we here. We got a game here. But you can it's... sense in him he was irritated. Yeah. Well, because it's like I wanted to watch – the Mavericks and the Clippers. And yeah. I wanted to see if the Mavericks could beat the Clippers. Like, we wanted this series. And it was a good game. And it was great basketball. And the Mavs had the lead. And it was fun. And all of this stuff. Just And you got to freaking ruin the whole game. And, like, okay, here's the other thing I want to say. Like, you know, whenever it happened, I was like, crap, he's going to get a tech for that. And I was like, I wish he hadn't done that. And I understand, like, uh, it was a bad call. But also, I wish Kristaps hadn't even gone in there to give them the an th- opportunity to call that. The thing is, like, yes, okay, that is true. But I thought he did, he didn't do too much to merit another technical. I think he knew where to draw the line. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in there swinging or whatever. Yeah. And I just felt like that you just could have just ignored. I, I didn't think it should have been a tech on anybody. Really, it was such a, a a pointless review. Yeah, they easily could have just moved on, and and you just it's it's so frustrating because there's the there's game. nothing we can do about it. Yeah, that that was the worst thing in the moment. It's like no, you know, it's just, it's just God, it's just all God, and and it's like like they were saying when they were talking to Steve Javi or whatever the heck, and and um one of them said like. It's not called consistently. There are some players who do crap like that in every game, yeah. like Patrick Draymond Beverly Green, Draymond Patrick Green. Beverly. Yeah. I feel like there's guys that get in players' faces or do stuff like that all the time, mm-hmm. and they don't get a tech. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's the whole thing with, if a player is a good defender, he can get away with fouling because, oh, like, oh, that's just good defense. Or that also applies to a team if they're known as a good defensive team. Or players, yeah. if they're known to be tough and gritty like they can get away with crap it's not called consistent and it's just you called the game like you called it right then and this is the play it's not like it was different in the regular season when they didn't call the foul on with steph on the lakers like all these other terrible calls regular season whatever this is the playoffs and you called a game and, in the third quarter. Yeah, and that's a game in a series. So you affected the whole series. And like, look, the Mavs probably are not gonna we're not gonna win the series. They they might not have won the game, even though they had the lead. But and you gotta allow they yeah, have to give it. Yeah, if things continued yeah. on, they would have won. Well, but, they 
you got to give them a chance to win. Yeah, like, let them choose yeah, if they're going to win lose. or not. not. Don't let you decide the game. And that's my point with the refs. Like, you could just walk away from that. Like, it, it yeah. was such a small thing. You don't want to dictate the game. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. and for such a small situation, you could have just walked away or not called anything. But you you decided that that was just egregious, yeah. and 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 Porzingis has this reputation for being a dirty player, I guess, and we're no. gonna set the message straight and and end it. You know, it it was terrible, and and the game was affected immediately after that. Yeah, but the Mavericks, you know, they showed a they lot of toughness, back. yeah, and grittiness. I mean, it like in the first quarter, they showed toughness of just staying calm, but. Mm-hmm. After that, it was like a different kind of toughness because to me, like that was, it was, it was frustrating and it was almost sad that that happened. And now they got a, but I don't know what I'm saying, but they showed a lot of toughness to, to still come back and even had a chance possibly to win it. Mm -hmm. Now, now they were down with like a minute left, a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, but well, it was only, you know, four or five points. And, and we got to talk about those consecutive yes. plays. So we had, okay, so this, Hardaway and Curry. the second turning point of the game, after all of that, the Mavs fought Down three, back. I think, yeah. Yeah, they were, it was like a one or two possession game. Actually, I think it was a one possession game. Yeah, I think game. they were down three. And there's like a minute left or whatever, and Hardaway gets the rebound or whatever. And he dribbles it up the court and just starts dribbling through traffic. Not he's losing the ball. Doesn't know what he's. And then he turns it over. And it's like, dude, what are, what you, are you doing? doing? Yeah. Give the ball to Luke. Like, run a play. Can we run a play here? This is the final well, minute of the game. And it's just like <laughs> I, I don't understand what's going on through your mind. It wasn't a fast break. No, 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 no. Like, you, you just did give not the have ball. Numbers. Just give the ball to Luca and and let your best player make a play close out the game for and you. instead you had a boneheaded play and ended up on the floor yeah it was a bad turnover it was embarrassing yeah, it was, is what it, it was, was. A, it, it was, was a... embarrassing <laughs> i'm sorry it was pathetic like and it's like dude this is the playoffs and and in the playoffs yeah. every possession matters and you can't afford those kind of decision making and and not only that he also had an instance where the play was broken down or whatever and patrick beverly got a three in the corner and he didn't even close out. He didn't out. Even close out. He just stood there. And yeah. then he just looked at Luke like, whose yeah, man was it? After it's like, the, and it's like, I don't care whose man yeah, it was. You, you saw out. him yeah. close out. Yeah, so there was that. That was just awful. And then Curry, on the very next possession, like the Clippers missed or something, he got the rebound, and then he dribbled the he ball He did the same thing the Hardaway did, except he and pulled shot up for a three. three. Yeah. Now, it's like, Curry is a great shooter, and that shot could have gone in. Even though it was a bad shot, it could have gone in, but it didn't. And regardless... Can we just play basketball? Can we well, play smart basketball like we've been playing for 46 minutes? If you're going to shoot that shot, you, you better make better it. better make it. Because it's such a bad shot that... And and you saw the frustration on Luca because back to back plays he was like what are we doing I know after that play with Curry he yeah. had his hands like, up what, like what are we what, doing What are we doing Yeah what are and that's the thing is like like you were saying in the playoffs every possession is critical but especially once you get to the last minute or two you cannot afford yeah. to choke away they just wasted them and they were within a I don't know possession or whatever it was three points. They were right there, and you had an opportunity to tie it. Maybe you can take the lead if Luca takes over, and you just wasted two possessions, and Luca didn't even touch yeah. it. So you can see 
the Mavs can play with this team. You know what? They can. They can play with this team. They hurt themselves at the end of the game. They did. And yes, the 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 refs giving t- a technical foul to Porzingis obviously had a major impact on the game. Yeah. I don't care what people say. Well, you still I had mean, a chance. They it doesn't won matter. This game by ten. Yes, you you basically kicked out thirty points a game for nothing. But they can play with this team. They just have to make smarter decisions at the end of the game. Yeah. And they got to get off to a better start. And they just can't yeah. turn the ball over so much. They got to get a little better with the turnovers. And I know Luca. Let me just pull up his box score because people are gonna hate on him I because mean, he had eleven turnovers. And yet, yeah, yeah, he finished with eleven. But like five of those were in the first two minutes. And not only that, <laughs> like, there was one that was given. And some to him. of those were fouls. Yes, well, that's true also. But one of them was given to him that it was a perfect pass to Michael Kidd Gilchrist, and he lost the ball out of bounds. He yeah. didn't catch it, and that was given to to Luca. But look, Luca's going to have games where he has a lot of turnovers. Well, and this is his first NBA playoff yes. game. And even in general, he just does because he's the guy. He's literally the guy in the NBA that has the ball the most. His usage rate of yeah. any other team. What you hope is that the team as a whole doesn't have a lot of turnovers. And that was the problem tonight. Everybody else was turning the ball over. Yeah. But typically, Luka will have four or five turnovers. But as a team, they have 12 or 13. Yeah. And so Luka's going to have games like this. But the fact is, the guy is unstoppable. They have a team of elite defenders. Yeah. In his very yeah. first playoff game, sets the record. Yeah, like forty-two it's points. Nothing. That's the only. It's the highest scoring mark of any player in his NBA in his playoff debut. For the only player to have forty or more, and he had forty-two. And yeah, he had Paul George on him, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Patrick Beverly, Marcus or Mark Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, one of the Morris twins. Is Marcus Morris like? Three of the best defenders in Jermichael the league. Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green. Yeah, I mean, people would argue that those are the three best defenders, possibly outside of Giannis. Um, but, like, three of the best defenders in the NBA, and he scored 42 on them. He scored 42 points on, on 21 shots. Yeah, 13 for 13 21. 13 of 21. So... And he got to the free throw line, but I didn't feel like any of those were bad fouls. I know I'm a Mavs fan, but... I've said before, like, I feel like Look, I'm pretty fair with what I acknowledge as a foul or not. Yeah. And and the thing is, there's there's bad calls in, in so far in the bubble. There's been bad calls both ways. It's not like the Mavericks have benefited or not. That's not the point. The point is the bad calls are affecting the product. Yeah. And whether it affects the Mavs or the Clippers, it would have been the same thing if Paul George got ejected for a bogus call. Yeah, yeah. we would have been happy as fans. But... It affects the game. The is game. Dead. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't want to. I, I don't want to watch. I mean, I want to watch it because it's the Mavs, but it's it's not a yeah. fun game anymore. And that's my point. Like, I'm not saying the Mavs are benefiting or calls aren't going their way. They're they're benefiting the Clippers or whatever. Blah blah blah. That I don't believe that's happening. What I think is happening is just bad officiating. The referees suck. And and there's clear bias. It's like those two blocks. The one by Porzingis, and I was it two by Porzingis or one by Porzingis and one by Luca, clean blocks, yeah. like the cleanest blocks you'll see, and they call them fouls. Well, and the the frustrating thing about that is is the play before that Porzingis drove it, he clearly got fouled by Zubac, and mm-hmm. even they did the replay, and Van Gundy was like, "That's clearly a foul." Yeah, and they don't call nothing. Yeah, on the other side of the court, clean block, a, as clean as you can get. Yeah. 
And because it's a Paul beautiful George, block. and they called a foul. And then, yeah, he's upset because it's like, how are you going to call this, yeah. but on the other end? Yeah. And so he throws his fist, and for some reason, that's the unforgivable sin. It's, a, it's as know. Steve Javi said, it's like decorum or something. It's just like an unspoken rule. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> but why? Because you can't show up the ref. Okay, but you can throw your hands up in the air like, come on! You know, just, yeah, yeah true, yeah. yeah it's, it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. And and so the, the officiating in general in the bubble and really all season long has just been terrible. And it's yeah. situations like this that make me wish I didn't like basketball because it's so frustrating to watch a situation like that where the ref just use your brain. Yeah. You know, you don't have to eject the guy. And, you know, it's like, and then how, how are you going to not call it on one end that was clearly a foul? And then on the other end, that was clearly a clean block and call a foul. And it's like, you know, and, and one it's because one was Paul George mm-hmm. and, you know, if it's Paul George, he's, he's superstar. That yeah. Call, yeah. And it's like, well, why can't you just, if it's a foul, it's a foul. If well, it's not, it's not. And then that one steal by Luca when he stole they had to it challenge from Kawhi. It. Yeah. yeah, they had to challenge it. And it's like, and that was the cleanest steal. Yes. It's like these calls, it wasn't like, you know, there was body contact. I mean, it was like the cleanest block, mm-hmm. the cleanest steal, and they call it. It's just. But yes, there's bad calls both ways. I'm not saying the Mavericks lost because of the officiating. But it's very possible they did in this game because this of the Porzingis, case, the Porzingis yeah. one. In this case, I would say you have an argument for saying yes, that. Yes, but there's been too many games this year where a last two-minute report comes out. The Blazers out. against the Jazz? I didn't see that one. That that was the one where Rudy Gobert, it was a clear goal tent, oh, and they yes. called it a yeah, block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was frustrating. The Porzingis thing really upsets me the most. Um, I, I love how Luca played. I love how he... he I'm telling you, the guy is going to be one of the greatest players to ever play. Yeah. Like, what what else does he have to do well, other than what he's doing for an extended period of time? And I like your theory about his free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 14 of 15 tonight. Yeah. And we talk a lot about playoff Luka, but really the the bottom of it is that he just he steps it up to another level. He's so focused. Mm-hmm. And you've been saying that his free throw shooting is part of that. Well, in my opinion, Luka's bored. About 85% of the games. (laughs) He's just, it's so easy sometimes that he's just bored. And when you're not focused, it shows up in your free throw shooting, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But when Luca's focused, he's making his free throws. Like the game against the Bucks. I think it was kind of the same thing, like 14 or 15 or something. So he was great. Uh, You know, the 11 turnovers hurt us. Um, But again, for the, the amount of time the amount of time the guy has the ball and a lot of those were early on in the first quarter when the whole team was really turning the ball over. Yeah. Um, so I don't even care about those. I, I think the no, fact that he either. scored 42 points on 13 of 21 shots on some of the best defenders in the league in his very first yeah. playoff game in his second year in the league sets the record against that yeah. defense. I mean, saying something. I know, I know I said it already, but the guys that were guarding him, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. These are all NBA Patrick defensive Beverly, yeah, teams. All NBA, and and um, Kawhi is back-to-back defensive player of the year. I yeah. mean, and he made he didn't make it look easy, although sometimes it did look easy. But he put well, up the, 42 on these guys. The, the one one play that I think thought stood out was the drive where he drove it on Kawhi. And Luka's so big and strong mm-hmm. that – Kawhi got pushed back so far yeah. 
when Luca kind of dug into him a little bit. And then it was like it could have been a regular guy guarding him. Yeah. And instead, that was Kawhi, and he yeah. made Kawhi look like an average defender. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, well, man. Well, he blew by Beverly. Yeah, he did like, that a couple – especially yeah. there in the fourth. Like, he, he started going to the lane, and they didn't have a rim protector. Right. And Luca, it, for his first step is quicker than – one of the quickest in the league. I know people will knock on his athleticism and his speed, but he's got a super quick first step. He gets by his defender continually, whether they're big or small. And he was doing that in the fourth, and he was making their defense look terrible. Well, and he's really good at getting his defender on his back. Yeah. And and after that, because he's so big, they can't mm-hmm. reach around. They can't reach up and block it. They're just trapped back there. And who knows what would have happened? Because in that Bucks game, they were down seven with like two minutes to go, and Luca did Luca things. Yeah. And in this game, they were down one possession. It was a one possession At game. At one point, yeah. And imagine if those two possessions in a row was Luca and not Hardaway turning it over and Curry shooting yeah. a forty-five footer <laughs> off the dribble. You know. I mean, like, I know there's a lot to go into that, that goes into a game, but to me. The two, like I said, the two turning points were Kristaps getting ejected and the two two, possessions by Curry and Hardaway. I mean, like, there's a lot of other details in there that you could talk about in terms of scheme or this guy or that guy. And and obviously, those things matter, and they're going to look at that film. But if you want to talk about just major turning points, I think it was those two things. And for the Porzingis thing, there's nothing we can do about that. But those other two, those two plays, that is a clear sign of an inexperienced team that, you know, it was just, it was just terrible. But in the end, I'm I'm really proud of the way they played and way they fought. Um, It was sucky. You know, it sucked the way that the game ended. Everything sucks. (laughs) I hate everyone Um, right now. But it's awesome that we have Luca. Don't don't try to be all optimistic. But, I mean, and think stuff. about this guy just set the NBA record yeah. against this defense in his first playoff game. It should have been the other way around. It should have been the Clippers clamping down Luca in his first performance. True. He had twenty three points. It should have been a welcome to seven the of twenty five shots. Yeah. You know, it should have been a bad game from him. But it was a solid game. It was an amazing forty two yeah. points. You <laughs> well, know? I'm talking just all nine around. Assists, I mean, yeah. nine assists. He had three, three steals, steals. Uh, seven rebounds. I mean, obviously the block or the turnovers, but yeah, I mean, no, he was great, and and Porzingis was playing well too. I mean, he had before, fourteen at halftime. Yeah, he had fourteen points on three of nine shooting. He was one for four on three pointers, and then he also had six rebounds. You know, I mean, he was playing well, but it just those two things. Um, what do you think would have to happen, like going forward? Do you think this was a fluke? Like this is the game they would have stole, and it's all downhill from here. It's possible, you know. It's yeah. usually the first game in a series is the one you try to steal. Um, well, was there anything in this game that isn't replicable from the Mavs standpoint? Yeah. No, I think actually they can play a lot better. I think their turnovers were a lot of self-inflicted turnovers. Yeah. And that gave the Clippers a lot of extra possessions. And I think the Clippers 
for stretches were really trying hard to play defense and the Mavericks were just getting open shots. And I know they talked about in the third quarter, the Mavs only had 13 points, but if you were to watch that third quarter again, they just missed wide open yeah. shots. Well, and that was, you know, after the Porzingis, yeah. like they it was, were out of rhythm. Yes, they yeah. were clanking stuff and But they were still stuff. open. Like they yeah. were still getting open shots. They yeah. just happened to be missing them. So, you know, I think the Mavericks offense is elite. It is legit. They yeah. have to find a way to carry that over into the final five minutes. And they got to play just better defense. They don't have to be – with this offense, they don't have to be the best defense in the league. They just got to be a good defensive team. I thought, what did you think of their defense tonight? Like, are you saying their defense from tonight needs to be better? Because I, I thought, thought it, was, it was amazing. I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, the Clippers dropped 118 points, but that's but, the NBA yeah, today. Yeah, considering it's the Clippers, yeah, that's, I thought their defense was... I thought they were working hard yeah. and playing hard. Now, we had a, a couple possessions where Hardaway didn't close out. Yeah. Um, where but other Luka, than that, it was pretty disciplined. Yeah, and Luca got out of position on a couple that he was usually mm-hmm. better at. If he gets out of position, he's done because... He doesn't have good side-to-side movement, mm. but he's really good at anticipating where the defense, the offensive player is going to go. But if he starts off in a bad position, then it's not going to be a good defensive position for him. I thought as the game went on, like towards the last few minutes of the game, that's when their defense started. Kind of, they had these lapses, mm-hmm. and I know Luca looked exhausted. Um, I thought he looked more frustrated than exhausted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe it was just that. But so some of these like lapses, to in my opinion, they happened during that mm-hmm. time. So I don't know if they were just tired. Some of them there's no yeah. excuse for. But you also yeah. had Maxi. You know, he had I mean, one possession where he really guarded Kawhi well, and Kawhi just made a impossible yeah, shot. Yeah, it's Kawhi. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which I don't even know what to think of Kawhi. Yeah, like. It's, there's stretches in the game where I'm like, He's what's invisible. all this noise yeah. about Kawhi? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's stretches like, okay, all yeah. right, I, I see you. You know, it's it's one of those. So Yeah, Maxi was like their perimeter guy tonight. Yeah. Like he was the one, you know, guarding all these perimeter players. So my point with that was if there's nothing in here that where we're like, that was a total fluke, that's never going to happen again, then I would say you know what, this is the game they would have stolen, and I think from here on it's a sweep. But I didn't – okay, like the defense, they've never played defense like that, so I guess maybe that's something where you're like, we'll see if that holds up. Yeah, I think the the Mavs can score on this team. I The Mavs can hang with this team. It's just what's going to be the determining factor on who wins the game is who closes better. Yeah. And unfortunately, that may end up being a sweep, but the Mavs would have been in every single game. Yeah. You know, so it the series was tougher than it actually looks. So the yeah. Mavs are just going to have to close better. The Hardaway-Curry decision-making, you can't make those decisions in the playoffs. You know, think about what Luka did, has done in, in some games where at the end of the game. So we'll see. Um, I, I didn't think they were going to win the series. I, I thought no. if, they got, if they made it a six-game series, that was a huge win. I'm not as impressed by the Clippers as I once was. I thought I was I would see better from the Clippers. The Clippers are my pick to win the championship. I didn't see that in this game. Yeah, I mean I don't know. The Clippers shot 47, percent um, and that's that that's my question for the next game. Is their defense going to be as disciplined as it was tonight? If they play this way the whole series, then yeah, it could be a six or seven game series, but. We're talking about this is kind of an anomaly, and it could definitely continue because teams play good defense all the time, but it's just, are they going to do that? 
Well, if they want to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what I was thinking during the game is like they were exerting so much effort and energy and guys were like throwing themselves around and on the ground. And like, I'm like, man, after this series, after every game, they are going to be sore and hurting Good. and tired. Yeah. But that's how they should feel yeah. because that's what it will take to win these games. Well, that's what it takes to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. You know, is is that kind of effort and energy. And that's why these players, these these elite players, they spend the entire offseason on, on their conditioning, on their yeah. bodies, because the playoffs are a grind. And the players that kind of wear down throughout the season, then in the fourth quarter, the shot just doesn't go in. And it, people will say, oh, they choke. They're not as good. But really, it's just they don't have the same lift. That sometimes. they had, yeah, yeah, sometimes, but uh, you know, so I, I want them to get the most experience they can. I'm really disappointed in the Porzingis ejection, and it's like yeah. it's so frustrating because there's nothing we can do about it. We just have to move on, and those two plays. But other than that, I I thought they played well. I thought I'm gonna, you know, watch highlights of Luca for the next two days yeah. just because I thought it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean it like. It was a good game, and I, I just I hate that Porzingis got ejected. It mm -hmm. it's just the worst thing ever. I mean, it's like it's their first playoff appearance in four years. It's Luca and Porzingis' first playoff appearance as NBA players. They're a young team. I mean, this is such a big moment, and they were hanging with them and beating them. I mean, there was it was so good. It was so great as a fan to watch it, and I would have to say even the Clippers fans were enjoying it. It was such a good game. Yep. And then you just ruined it. You just ruined it. The like you said, the NBA product is just it's just gone. Yeah. No one wanted to watch that. That's been the problem that. all all season long is the the poor officiating. Like we'll watch games on TV where it's not the Mavs. It'll just be mm -hmm. two games and we're watching it like, okay, that was a terrible call yeah. or that, and we're not invested in either team, but you can see it's just it's bad officiating. And in the bubble, it's been ext extremely bad. And not just for the Mavericks, but for every team. And yeah. it's hurting the product, and I don't get it. It Just fix it. You know, just hire good referees. <laughs> I feel like it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so those are our thoughts on the game. Game two is coming up, and we'll see. Like I said, I think like it's going to come down to can they replicate what they did tonight and – the only thing I would say is questionable about that is their defense. So we'll find yeah. out. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, feel free to share your thoughts on all the crap that went down. I'm on Twitter at underscore Sydney Myers. The show is at Dallas Hoopscast. Martin is at Martin L. Myers. You can listen to new episodes and read exclusive articles at DallasHoopscast.com. There's actually an article on there about Michael Kidd Gilchrist that I wrote back when they first got him. It's a really in-depth profile so if you're watching this game and you were like whoa where did that come from you can read that article to see more about what his strengths and weaknesses are and how the Mavs might use him because it looks like they actually might use him in this series um, anyway that's on dallashoopscast.com thank you for listening and we'll see you guys in the next episode bye